What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1124 of AskPat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're talking with Christy from The Happiest Plate on Earth. Yes, The Happiest Plate on Earth, not place on Earth like Disney. Happiest Plate on Earth, like the food at Disney, which uh, is her podcast, uh, Happiest Plate on Earth. She talks about and connects people to the amazing food and the different dining options at all the Disney parks. And so, of course, I geeked out a little bit because I'm a huge Disney fan. My entire family is, and we just had a lot of fun in this conversation. But most of all, we weren't just talking Disney food. We were talking about how to take this amazing brand of hers and begin to monetize it, but do it in a graceful way that uh, you know offers value and creates a win on both sides. So we're talking monetization today with a brand that she's grown somewhat of a following with now and we come up with some really great ideas and I hope you enjoy. This will be a lot of fun. So here she is, Christy from The Happiest Plate on Earth. Hey, Christy, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Pat. I really appreciate it. This will be a lot of fun. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do to get started. Oh, thanks. Uh, Well, my name is Christy and I actually have a podcast which is called The Happiest Plate on Earth. And it kind of came out of Of course, one, my love of food, but also my true appreciation for the world of Walt Disney. Uh, So two Mm. things captivated me really early on in my life, and that was cooking and Disney. And so as the years went on, I was pretty much taught by apron strings and, of course, traveled to the wonderful world of Disney. And I never in my wildest dreams imagined that those two passions could become one. And then I kind of had this epiphany as I got older. And of course, all of this technology came where you had this ability to reach out to everybody. But what's better than talking about the food at Disney parks from, you know, you have all of these festivals and restaurants and the parks and resorts. It's just so much that I I felt like I wanted to talk about it all of the time. So my intention was to explain what is it? You know, where does that come from? Why does it have that name? And how do they make it? Because I felt like that was something that was missing in this massive community of of Disney. Yeah. So that's kind of when the happiest plate on earth was created. And that was my goal is to kind of help you on your Disney trip, make it practically perfect in every way. So you're like my best friend right now because <laughs> um, I'm all about Disney. My family and I just, we love it. And we love food at Disney. So there should be no reason why we shouldn't be listening to your podcast. So I'm going to subscribe immediately after we... Oh, well, thank you very much. And and that's my goal. That's uh, really why I contacted you and reached out is because I've heard so many times that when you talk about it on Ask Pat is I think that I already kind of have the ideas within me. I just need someone who has been successful in this to give me permission. Say, you know, you're on the right track or maybe let's focus it this way. It's funny you say that because every time, in most cases on the show, that's ultimately what the person who's calling in really needs. And it's understandable because we're often just in a brand new world that we've never been in before. And we don't know if what we're doing is even right or in the right direction. Exactly. And the truth is, the only wrong thing to do is is not try something. Mm-hmm. And even if you go in the wrong direction, that's still the right thing to do because you can learn and you can progress and you can adjust and pivot along the way. Before we get really into it, I would love to, I have to ask you, of all the places in all the Disney parks, you had a choice to go wherever you want for a meal. Where are you going? Oh my gosh, I can't. Um, 
Sorry to put you on the no, spot. No, no, no. It's I do this to, uh, when I do have guests on the show. Um, I I kind of have that same question, and it's really difficult. the The best thing that I would love to do is to take parts from each of these particular places that I've dined and to make them into one amazing meal and mm. pick where I get to eat it. But I have thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I really I like um California Grill. It's yeah. just it's a wonderful experience, and I really like Steakhouse Fifty Five. They're all it's great. Difficult. And that's one of the things that I wanted people to understand that, you know, that eating at Disney, it's not just popcorn and pretzels and hot dogs. And certainly there is that in abundance. And to me, they're all great as well. But the world of Disney food is kind of like a theme park unto itself. Mm -hmm. Churros. Yes. The churros. Uh, I got to vote for Lamplight Lounge. I have heard that that might be your favorite. Yes. I'm a huge Pixar fan and Chilaquiles Mm -hmm. is on the brunch menu and it's to die for. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> We're wasting time here. I'm here to help you not just drool all, all over my keyboard. So, um, yeah. what's on your mind? Where can, where can I work? Work? Where? What are you struggling with? What What can I be a sounding board for? Well, my biggest struggle is really finding where is the best place to spend my time to kind of create and engage with the Disney community that has this appreciation for food. There's just so many ways to get out there that I feel like right now that I, I have several straws and several oceans and I'm trying to drink it all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are all those places? I'd love to sort of maybe grab sure. a list of all the places that you're building this community and communicating and all that stuff. Well, I just have, I have a very small website. It's really just a place for people to land. And I do, we offer um, some free things when you subscribe. And there are also recipes and things on my website. And and that is actually, it's just, um, it's the happy, it's happiestplate.com. And I'm also on Instagram at Happiest Plate on Earth. And of course, we have a Facebook page, which is the same Happiest Plate on Earth. Nice. Okay. So when I think of community engagement, there's all there's obviously many different ways that we could we could, you know, bring the community together and have discussions. And ultimately, like ultimately, before I get into what some of these things are, what would you like to see happen? What is the what is the goal with bringing the community together? and, And why is that important to you? My goal is to uh, educate people on when they go to a Disney park or a resort to what they're going to be dining, what they're going to be eating, and not just have this plate put in front of them, but to explain to them where these things come from, why it might cost this much. Uh, It's really to help solve this massive uh, puzzle of what is Disney food? I actually put that out there today on uh, some of my social media platforms is what's your biggest challenge when it comes to dining or eating at uh, Disney World, Disneyland? So that's what my goal is, is to help people navigate this Mm -hmm. complex world of Disney food. Right. And you're doing it in all all these different kinds of ways uh, right now. Where Mm -hmm. are you feeling things are working really well? I really don't know. I'm still fairly new in the podcast world. We've only been doing it for a little over a year. And I would say, um, I guess I get the most engagement through very quick answers uh, on Instagram or um, private messages uh, generated from the Facebook page. Cool. Yeah. uh, Private messages are great and they help make people feel like they're a part of something, like somebody's listening to them. And that's ultimately what we could do as creators to offer people is to just be there to to show that we understand and that they're a part of something and and they're in a safe place to be their weird self, right? And that's awesome. Exactly. They're Disney nerd. (laughs) Super, super, right? Um, When I think of 
communities and, and engagement, I think that ultimately there are going to be always different levels. And I think of um, two sort of halves of the sphere. And then within those halves, there's sort of an ascension ladder, if you will. So let's let's start with the, the overall sphere. There's like an online and an offline version, mm-hmm. right? And and so if you're building communities, you're sharing information, there's, you could do it online and, and you could do it offline. And typically online, there's, you know, if we start at the just sort of content creator level, this is sort of like disconnected community where mm-hmm. it's you as the creator online sharing information with really no other way to engage other than just the one-sided conversation, right? So it's just content. And that that could be listening to a podcast, that could be listening or reading to a blog post or watching a YouTube video. It often feels very one-sided. And when you can, mm-hmm. you, it's possible to make those things feel two-sided. However, using words like you or the more that you connect with that person's pains or problems or interests, the more that they feel like, well, there's somebody on the other end. And even though they're not talking to me, I feel like mm-hmm. they're talking to me, right? That's mm-hmm. sort of level two of, of the disconnected. Then there's the sort of online public sort of connection where, you know, for example, in a forum or in a group, there's, you know, again, opportunities for you to share, but also opportunities for people to respond and opportunities for people to, you know, communicate with each other. And this is where groups play a a big role. And um, you said that you do have a group specifically where your communities can sort of come to and, and interact with each other. Was that, did I hear that correctly? Yeah. And it's mostly, it's just, it's on the, um, our Facebook page is, is where I think that it's just uh, the go-to for a lot of people. And I, I think with the demographic that I seem to have as listeners, Facebook is very comfortable for them. Yes. And, and we're going to see in the future a lot more options than Facebook groups to bring our community together. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to share any tips and or, 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 or tools right now because I, I don't, we don't need that right now, but that's right. coming. And, and I think that mm-hmm. just is a sign that you are you are playing the right game of, of bringing your people together in different ways. And um, we're still in the online place. And then and then the last part of online is like online, but private connections. So this is where there's like a little bit of a, a velvet rope or sort of a, <laughs> a, a circle within the community of just those that are a little bit more either higher level or they just, uh, you know, are that much more obsessed or VIP or, or what, what have you. And that makes those people feel very special. And that's the most connected of the online is just the privatized conversations where a person can be a little bit more open away mm-hmm. from just brand new people they don't know yet. And they form little, this is where in the online space, you start to hear a lot of uh, the, the language like mastermind groups, right? It's like a, a circle within a, a bigger circle. And I don't know if you are creating any opportunities to be even further into your community or get more access to, for example, I'm not saying it's required, but I'm just saying that that's, that's another sort of level on top of what you might have that could become an offer. For example, maybe there's a membership where people get access to all the videos that you post of the behind the scenes when you go and, and have these places or have private conversations with chefs at these different mm-hmm. restaurants, for example, that only they would get access to. On podcasts, you start to hear a lot of people share about their Patreon members. And, mm-hmm. and, and this is where, this is the same thing. It's like, hey, you've, you know, you've invested a little bit of money or and, and or time to be in the inner circle, if you will. And um, there's some really cool things that can happen when you have something like that. And again, it just makes people feel that much more connected in the, in the sort of online space. And that could come down the road. It could be available now. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. 
And then on the other side of things, there's there's the offline and an offline meaning in person. And okay. it has the same kind of uh, tones in terms of like the Ascension ladder, for example, online, uh, offline, you're watching a presentation and that person's on stage, but it's a one-sided conversation, right? It's like, you don't, you, you can still feel connected. They could tell great stories and, and things could get emotional, but you're not having a conversation with them. And then there's in-person and public like meetups or just, mm-hmm. you know, events that you might go to where you meet with your community and anybody can come and it's free and it's just, it's good feelings and everybody can, can kind of band together, communicate, meet each other, find people just like them. And that's a really special opportunity and moment. And that's, that's why when I go and speak at different events, I always try to have some sort of meetup where my community can meet uh, each other because, you know, that's, that's something they don't often get a chance to do. And then finally in the offline space, it's like, well, now it's like in, in your case, I can imagine, you know, a, a, a retreat to, uh, you know, the Disneyland Paris where for a week you'll all together, just a small group of you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go and, and, and you have this tour of all the food places inside Disney Paris. And like that's super higher level, super more higher touch. But again, very, very special and, and can come with a premium price uh, sort of on top of that. So that's just kind of a brain dump of community and various versions of that. Where's your head at now? Did I just confuse you even more or did I? No, you actually, you hit on a lot of the things that I um, have thought about being very intentional about uh, in in creating that space uh, Mm -hmm. that is authentic and that uh, I want people to understand that, you know, I am, I am no one special. I'm just a, a girl that had this idea and I know that a lot of other people want to talk about it as well. And, and so I want to uh, to bring all of that together um, and to share those experiences um, and, and those things that you hit on, you know, meeting together, going to one of the festivals together. Um, that's something that I would I would love to do. And it That'd seems like a, a far away goal, but I don't know that it is. I, I think that I sometimes when I think big and then I think, well, that's just it's something that can't happen. That, and that's the first reaction we all have. But right. I'll, I'll tell you, and I and, and I just finished a couple of days here in San Diego with my mastermind group, the one that I host called the SPI Accelerator Program. And these are six mm-hmm. these are six figure uh, level business owners, and we're legitimately having the same conversations that we're having mm-hmm. right now in terms of <laughs> thinking big and then just getting in our own way. And my right. goal is to go. Well, why couldn't you do that? Because mm-hmm. our brain is trying to keep us safe, and uncharted territory back in the 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 caveman days was like you could die <laughs> yes exactly but now it's just oh things might not go the way you thought and but mm-hmm. but our brain is telling us no don't do that that's dangerous and 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 we have to remember okay well what's fact here the, and, and and when you break it down to first principles there's no reason why you couldn't set up an event page tomorrow mm-hmm. and 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 just even get a feel for who might be interested in this or pre-sell the opportunity being very explicit that like, hey, I'm, I'm shooting for, you know, five to 10 people. If we don't get that, I'll give you a refund. That way there's a little bit of a safety net there. And just in case nobody purchases or one or two people do and you still don't want to do it. But when we try to look for truth behind, well, I think, I don't think we could do this. Usually people can't come up with an actual legitimate reason why it can't mm-hmm. happen. It's just the word can't. It's just the word can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the haven't is maybe a better word because, Mm -hmm. uh, that to, to have something requires decision-making, it requires action and it requires attempting, it requires experimentation. Right. Or can't seems very permanent. 
Exactly. It's a forever word. We we don't use the word can't in this household <laughs> unless it's like, I can't get away from you because I love you so much. Just kidding. It's very, <laughs> it's very cheesy. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling a lot here, but I, I'm, I'm glad I sort of helped you sort of navigate a little bit of, of and, and maybe even validated some of, of, yes. of things that you've uh, thought about doing before. Um, what might be the, the next thing that you'd like to experiment with or try? I'm curious. Well, on the show, I do have a lot of, of people that come on and uh, give their review of a trip that they, they were recently on with uh, in, in regards to the food that they um, happen to so enjoy. I love that. Yeah. And because everybody's different. And, and that's the, the great thing that my palate is, is definitely not like yours, but I want to, you know, tell everyone that this person enjoyed this. So if you kind of enjoy these spicy foods, then really try this place. Yeah. I mean, with 400, over 475 places in Walt Disney World alone, you're sure to find something <laughs> that you like. So I would love to create an event, you know, where we're all going to meet down at Food and Wine on this particular weekend or Flower and Garden, and we're going to tour ourselves, you know, the happiest plate community. Uh, we're going to go around and we're going to do our own food tour and talk about these things. So that would be something that I would just be so excited about doing. If you had two people come mm -hmm. with you, would you still enjoy it? Absolutely. If you had a hundred people, how would you feel? Scared. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a little but overwhelming, excited. but, but yes. excited. Yeah. And, Very and excited. It, maybe that just means, okay, well, where's the limit where I could handle mm -hmm. for the first go around and um, that sounds real. I mean, I, I would, I would be very excited about something like that because that doesn't mm -hmm. exist. And this is, this is you stepping into your superpower, right? This is you, right. you know, wearing that cape and, and being like, mm -hmm. I'm, this is my super superpower. And, and, and I want to do, I want to help all of you with this. And you had mentioned your, uh, your community and do, do they have a name? Have they, have you coined a name for them or a term or have they said anything about themselves that might, you know, offer no. a, a, a name? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, you know, just figure out um, what would work for this type of community. Um, you know, what would my soup, what would the super fans be called? And, exactly. and I know, and that's another thing that I have, I struggle with is taking ownership of the fact that the people that I'm going to engage with will be looking to me and be my super fans. It's, it's something that it's like a mantle that I feel very uncomfortable with right now. <laughs> it's different. I'll tell yes. you. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I got to the point where a couple of times I would be recognized like just out in public and it was very scary to me because I'm like, who are you? I don't even know right. your name. And you're already like reminding me what I did a year ago that I forgot. Like, are you some stalker? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, that, that, that I eventually, you know, rewrote the story in my mm -hmm. head and I said, right. This just means that a person's actually connecting with what I'm doing, mm -hmm. and that that is so special, and that feels great, and it it made, it made me lean into it a little bit more, and so it it just might require you to, and I think this is very observant of you to just already consider those feelings and how, when you meet in person with people, for example, or you have a live stream online and you see mm -hmm. people start to talk, for example, about like how much they enjoy you and your show, um, how you could rewrite those initial feelings of this is super weird to, mm -hmm. wow, these people are actually connecting with, with my work. And, and, and that, that's at least how I reread the story in my head. Yeah. And it's a lot of responsibility. I, at least I, that's what I'm, I'm feeling. 
Um, you know, you don't want to especially let them down. Uh, of course, you will because no one is perfect. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And I think as long as you always have their their interests at the top of your mind, mm-hmm. even if you make a mistake, you'll you'll know how to handle that mistake. You know, I've made mistakes before and, you know, I've just owned up to it. And, and the community kind of appreciates you even more for being vulnerable and open right. and honest in, in those kind of, of situations. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. If if I were you, here's what I would potentially do. Mm-hmm. I would map out or create a an agenda mm-hmm. for an X day experience at Walt Disney, and you know have the details there, and just go to my community and go, hey, I, I just wanted to see who might be interested in something like this. I'm not saying this is. I, I haven't I, I haven't talked to anybody about this. I haven't called to anybody about this, but this is this would be my ideal food tour extravaganza at, at Walt Disney that I'm thinking of doing over a three day period. Does this make sense to you? W- what would you change in it? Like get them involved in the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and what that does is when you get people involved, they become invested and likely you're also going to hear people go, oh, my gosh, like, please do it or let me know when it happens. And you know, all that kind of stuff. It just might validate that next step before you actually, you know, pre-sell it and and, and sell tickets and, and all that stuff. You could probably get your community involved ahead of time sooner than you think. No, I, I think that that's a fantastic idea. And like you said, I would, if it was two people, it would still be a fantastic time. And it would be another reason for me to travel to the wonderful world of Disney, whether it be on the East Coast or West Coast. It would be exciting. And my other... You know, when I, I think about doing this, it's, it's how do I get that message out there? How do I convey the fact that, this, you know, with the podcast, that and I'm authentic, that this is something that I want to do and I want to help you experience? Where do I sh- – <laughs> I just don't know even know how to, to really say this. Like, how do I push that information out there to – let people find me to see me to to engage with me. Yeah, this is a great this is a great question. There there's, you know, for number one, you're doing a lot of the things right already, which is just staying consistent with the content that you're posting and, and getting your community uh, engaged uh, with you and each other. So the Facebook group, like word of mouth happens when that happens, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and search engines start to come into play and, you know, th- that kind of thing. There's some other ways that you might be able to actively spread the word and, and grow and, and get more exposure, thus bringing people into this wonderful world that you're creating for them. And that is through, uh, and, and especially as a podcaster, I mean, this is the number one way people uh, who have podcasts mm-hmm. are doing it, which is through guest podcasting. And I, I like you have such an amazing, if you haven't yet gone full on with being a guest on other Disney related podcasts, that's 100% what I, I would, I would literally focus on nothing else but that okay. uh, for, for a while, because here's, here's what you have. You have a specialty within the space of Disney mm-hmm. and to a quote unquote competing podcast, you are not a competitor. You are complementary, right? And and you'd likely have this amazing conversation because you have Disney in common, Mm -hmm. but then likely get a lot of questions and 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 look like a and become really the the food expert in the Disney space. And I think that would be really really incredible. So not just you bringing on Disney people on your show or anybody who goes to Disney really, but um getting exposure within other podcasting communities. And it doesn't just have to be Disney either. It could be 
travel. It could be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the family. There's so many family podcasts and family, yes. you know, the, those kinds of uh, mom pods and and and, mm-hmm. and pop pods. I don't even know what the, the male version of that is. Um, <laughs> you just coined it right there. Pop pod. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that seems a little bit older generation. I don't know. Um, but I mean, that would be an amazing, like, hey, guys, we have a treat today. We have we have somebody who has and knows all the menu items at all the Disney places or seems to. And, and we're going to go over where if you're going to go on a Disney trip, uh, where you should go to eat because there's so many good foods that you don't even know about. Hey, guys, let's let's welcome our you know special guest, Christy, today. <laughs> from uh, happiest plate and that's a that's a great idea and i have connected with some um of the fellow podcasters uh on social media i've actually met a a few in person so um i think maybe that would be an easy um bridge for me to to go across oh yeah fantastic and then then here's what you do so you you're on their show right delivering a ton of value and and sharing your superpower maybe they maybe they come on yours as well and that just Mm -hmm. makes it easier to be that exchange maybe they maybe they are specifically focused on you know uh travel and deals and things like that so you for your audience could go hey if you're going to you know Walt Disney and you're going to go get some food here's where I would recommend but along the way I want you to know that you could save some money while you travel which would then allow you to grow your bankroll for more food so here's <laughs> you know whoever to come on to to share some travel tips to save money when you go and it's like that's still providing value to your audience even though it's not 100% food related but of course you can ask them about food as well and 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 all that kind of stuff and still connect it and then what happens is you might you might find one or two or more of those uh, people that you collaborate with, you just vibe with, right? Like you can't help but build a relationship when you're talking to somebody for 30 minutes, just like we have just now. And so I can imagine that maybe their community really responds well and you go, hey, you know, uh, you know, Jim, for you and your, your Disney community, I want to put together a special food specific tour for Walt Disney for your people. And I'd love to invite you to come along and I'll, I'll, I'll pay you, you know, $200 for every person you, you, you bring along and I'll make sure that they're taken care of food wise and we'll have a blast together. That's, that's amazing. I want to say, and I know that a lot of people um, will, this will resonate with them is when you hear something that you wanted to do, something that is an idea in your mind coming from someone else's voice, you know, you're just repeating things that I already have inside of my mind. Mm -hmm. It, it really does, um, do something for your spirit. You know, it really encourages you and lets you know that you're on the right track. Someone else is, is coming alongside of you and saying, that's a great idea. So, but hearing it come out of someone else is, it's an amazing thing to move you into that next step, that next level. And this is why I always tell, uh, team Flynn, you know, Connect with other people who who have who who are sharing the same goals as you. Join mastermind groups because you need to hear it from other people. Because ultimately, just to kind of bring this full circle, Christy, what did I really just give you? Permission. Permission. A hundred percent. Literally, <laughs> you called it before right. we even did it. But I, I sound and I feel it sounds like and I feel the the spirits that uh, heightened based on what I had just said. And it sounds like you've you've had these ideas in the back of your mind for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nothing stopping you except yourself. 
Very true. And I do, I do have a, a great group that I can uh, work with to help me make these things actually come to fruition. So that's very, that's encouraging as well to know that I have people who are alongside of me that will encourage me and help me every step of the way. Yeah. Oh gosh. And that's another superpower. Like you, nobody can compete with you. The, mm-hmm. the, and, and, and this is, this is something that is uniquely offered by you that, you know, it'd be a shame for people not to have access to. Oh, well, th- thank you very much for that. Yeah. That's great. Christy, I hope that this helped you and I'd love for you to share one more time where can people go to to hear your show and, and learn more from you. Certainly. So we are on all of these uh, platforms for podcast listening and the name of the podcast is Happiest Plate on Earth. And that is also our website is happiestplate.com and Instagram is Happiest Plate on Earth. And that is the same for Facebook. Such a good name. Thank you. I was just blown away that it hasn't been. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. I think it's absolutely perfect. And I think thank you're you great. Very much. And, and, and good luck on everything. Oh, so thank you very much, Pat. I truly appreciate your time and your help. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Christy. You can find her podcast at The Happiest Plate on Earth. You can just look it up in the podcast app that you're in right now if that's of interest to you. And now I'm really excited to go to Disney to get some food. Definitely. Um, I just have to take a, a treat day uh, because I'm on keto. But anyway, um, I appreciate you for listening in. I, th- I thank you so much. And Christy, for uh, being vulnerable, being, being open, and for sharing your awesomeness here on the show. And if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, Pat, I have awesomeness. I want to be on the show and get coached by you too. You can. You do have that possibility. You have to first apply. If you go to askpat.com, you can apply on that page and then answer a few questions and I may reach out to you in the future. It's not guaranteed, but it's definitely not gonna happen unless you apply. So apply there at askpat.com. You can see the archive of other episodes there too. And if you happen to be in a place where you can conveniently leave a review for the show, that would be amazing. I, I, I would love that so, so much. And uh, wow, incredible. I just realized we are halfway through the year now. So if you've been with me, for one show or uh, you know 26 episodes here this year so far just thank you so much i appreciate you love you your support is just so meaningful to me i'm so grateful for you as a listener and uh, i just want to keep paying you back because you've done so much for me already so hit subscribe if you haven't and i look forward to serving you the next and upcoming episodes until then as always team flynn for the win peace Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.